This is episode 14 of the Chosen People podcast with special guest Koma Ogak on the topic of being a Christian entrepreneur, part two. have some people who are assisting me um, at the oh, University okay, okay. of Tampa with the uh, process of building the business. Uh, however, I don't have a team um, that I have hired out that's working with me. Uh, cur- uh, yeah, currently it's just uh, I'm self-employed and as things start to progress and um, seem more feasible, then um, I, I think Eventually, I'll definitely have a team uh, later on in the future. Wow. Well, I wish you the best of luck, man. This honestly sounds super inspirational. And I think that it's something that a lot of people are going to be able to benefit from. It's awesome. Thank you. What What do you feel like is a Bible verse that's been helping you as you continue to be a Christian entrepreneur? Hmm. Like, like a keystone one that you've been using, uh, you know, in your endeavors or just one that maybe has stuck out to you uh, regarding or in business with, uh, with Simple Homes? You know, I think, I think like, I would, I would say Philippians 4.13, um, mm-hmm. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens uh, me. And, mm-hmm. um, I think that this one really hits me because like, you know, um, just giving me my all, you know, just every day, constantly putting in effort and effort. And um, then like, just, you know, really just waiting patiently. Um, It can be hard sometimes and I can feel weak at times, you know, I can feel like, all that I'm doing is not going anywhere or is leading to a dead end uh, at times and um, question myself and doubt myself, you know, and I could, I could really depend on this scripture during those times. Like it's, you know, am I, you know, why am I depending on myself? You know, I I have someone that is with me beside me at all times that I can lean to that I can get help from, that I could get refueled from, you know, from, and like mm-hmm. all the time when I look at this scripture, it just automatically gives me the juice to bounce back, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, I would say definitely Philippians 4.13 is that scripture. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's a verse that I, that I grew up on um, a lot, you know, within our, within our household, actually a lot of verses through, Philippians, which is kind of funny, but that was one of the ones that I can recall being said a lot. And it would usually be in relation to tough things or things that we are called for, or the things that we're striving towards that we visibly cannot do on our own. And mm-hmm. I mean, 
I like like I mean no disrespect. I, like honestly, I I I feel the same way. The same thing applies to me. But with these types of things, with trying to chase these, um, uh, I guess you know business ideals and these goals and stuff, we can do none of it on our own. There is a degree of things that we can do um, that are up to us. You know, right? Like uh, responsibilities and things that God expects us to do on our own to hold up our own end of the bargain when it comes to living and being. Uh, united united with Christ. But for the big picture things, things that we truly need strength for, I think that we sometimes are mistaken thinking that we can pull that strength out from the mindset of, you know, uh, oh, I'm I'm good under pressure. Usually right. we end up exhausting our, um, our we, we, use the, we end up exhausting our like metaphorical uh, fuel tanks because mm. we're don't have enough uh to go for that and honestly right. there have been times in my life where i feel like i have done things that required a lot of energy without mm-hmm. asking god about it and mm-hmm. i succeeded in it but mm-hmm. i didn't come out of it the same i mm-hmm. usually i feel like that was probably something that was applied to last last semester i was doing a lot of it i was i was i was praying here and there but i wasn't like depending on god i wasn't taking the time to rest and I wasn't really trusting that God had a plan for things. And, you know, end of the semester, I finished strong, which I was thought about, but I, um, I, I feel like I just emotionally and physically crashed because right. I wasn't doing something with, I, I wasn't doing it with the help of Christ on my back. It's not easy to Hello? do things um, that require a lot of energy on our own, but that energy, it doesn't just come out of nowhere. It comes from, from Christ. So you're right. You're right. I, I agree with you on that. What things, what things in your life do you feel like have stopped you from achieving your goals within Christian entrepreneurship? Um, you know, just, I, you know, I found that it's, it's the, it's the misconceptions, you know, that exist mm-hmm. um, in our minds and in the world. Like, you know, you can't start a business because you're young or because you don't have the startup capital and other things like, you know, me thinking like um, everyone's opinion matters more than God's, you know, and then trying to make decisions from uh, just random people uh, that I might admire that have accomplished, you know, amazing things in business. Um, um so like just trying to take their information and you know just looking at their success and then trying to make decisions but uh not coming back to check in with God you know like that misconception that I can like just building on to their scripture you know that I can do these things without God uh you know that's a that's a lie that's a lie because um these things won't like if I am to constantly use that as a strategy you know, God won't bless the business, you know, mm-hmm. and that's something I have to be aware of and I have to be careful about, you know, there's always, you know, in my heart is, and when I do this, there's a random cautious sign that pops up and like, wait there, are you sure? Like, this is how you want to go about things? Because, um, I don't know if this is how, you know, your business is going to uh succeed uh what uh, uh, like in which foundation are you trying to put this business on 
You know, are you trying to have a strong foundation or are you trying to build this thing on sand? Um, so, um, like just this, when it comes to decisions, you know, as a, as an entrepreneur, you have to make a lot of decisions and like where, where you go and get fueled, uh, who you're talking to, um, they, they can, they can really affect, um, your business or you from achieving, um, any goals that you may have. And another thing that I want to add is like, you know, letting detours get to me. Um, like whenever there's a bump or whenever there's a challenge that is a little bigger than I can handle sometimes causes me to believe that I need to stop and that this goal is not possible, you know, and I need to just give it up. But truth is, that's not always the case. You know, that I can go and reach out and ask for help. And there are people that have dealt with a similar situation that can, you know, help you out. And uh, the last thing is like complaints, like allowing myself, like once I get tired and wary, like starting to complain, like, oh, mm. this and that and this and that and this and that, which is why I can't accomplish my goal. Um, that can stop me from, you know, doing big things, uh, reaching a greater amount of people. Um, so I definitely would say like, you know, the worldly misconceptions, uh, self-doubts, um, uh, listening to random opinions and, uh, letting detours and, you know, complaints, uh, direct you. You doubt yourself. Say that occasionally. I would, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a person who frequently doubts because um, I've grown in that in, in this area. I used to doubt myself all the time because of my environment that I grew up in and because of the words that I, my friends or people that I thought were friends shared with me. You know, they weren't really building. So um, I used to just, you know, frequently doubt myself. And I've grown a lot in this area. Uh, so, like, I would say moderately, you know. Now it's like um, when it, 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 it takes, a, you know, it takes a lot, you know. Like, literally when I have um, nothing left and that's when I start to doubt, you know. It's like. Well, you know, I, I I don't have any more options. I'm out of control. Like I'm starting to doubt and like I need, you know, I go I need to go back to God and like figure things out. Uh, but I'd say moderately, you know, still growing in the area. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like it's enough doubt to really just throw a whole rent in your plans. Because mm -hmm. of course, you know, especially with the simple homes thing, you're the you're kind of the gear that makes everything run. Like without you, the company as a whole would probably, you know, stop and, and, and crash similar to how it has for, I mean, um, a number of you know, millionaires and billionaires and their companies and how just from their own um, either ineptitude or their, their doubt in themselves or, um, you know, what people are saying, and you know, the, the ways that they're swayed by um, opinions it really just brings them ruin, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and thank God, you know, like so far it sounds like that's not the case for yours. Um, but 
I did want to encourage you though for for staying strong even with those self doubts. I know that it's for me anyway. Self doubt is 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 something that um, really is like the difference between me succeeding in something important and just like falling on my face and having to learn from my mistakes. Um, right. And the, and what's great is that there's nothing wrong with having to learn from your mistakes as long right. as that's what you do with the failure. Because if you just right. leave it, it's just the failure, you know, in, in general, then it's 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 nothing. But right. self-doubts, I'd say it goes back to what you spoke about earlier, the the Bible verse, you know, about how uh, to, to do all things through Christ that strengthens, that mm-hmm. strengthens us, right? Mm-hmm. I think that us ourselves, what's sad about ourselves is that we are the conduit in which we get things done, but we are also, too, the biggest critic that makes things stop it's it's crazy how that dichotomy works in between us but what's that Mm. um that source is is unbeatable to overcome but it's hard to overcome on your on your own it's dangerous it's very dangerous you know um Mm. and like i'm not you know i haven't i don't think i'll ever master uh not doubting myself i think that's uh that's something that you know only god can do uh but you know, I, my goal is to grow in that area. And I, I, I've noticed like, for me, like it's, it's a lot of it comes when I start to compare, like when I'm comparing myself to the multimillionaires, when I'm comparing myself to, um, like maybe a classmate, you know, who's also starting a business and their business is doing better. That's when like, you know, the doubts come and like, that's, that's like not needed at all. Because, you know, mm-hmm. God got you. God got me, you know? Yeah. God does have us. Yeah, you're right. Do you ever uh, compare yourself to Jeff Bezos? <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he's like out of my league, you know? So, like, <laughs> I, I, uh, not yet, the answer is not yet. Because I okay, am, okay. you know, I'm a small business and I'm not uh, competing in the same industry as him so i just look to him as a you know no i, I feed off energy for him. no you good go ahead yeah no i was just gonna say no i, I was honestly i was just joking um but <laughs> he's kind of like he's it's funny he's starting to be like a running joke through this podcast i don't know why <laughs> he's appeared in like like four of them now i don't know i i just i don't even know how he's doing right now i just know that he's 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 down in the dumps with his divorce, and also too, Elon Musk just passed him as the richest man in the, I think in the world. So wow. feeling kind of bad about Jeff Bezos right now. I, I know you know you know who you need to compare yourself to Elon Musk. Elon Musk. <laughs> that's, that, I think that's who you should aim for. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's true. Uh, Eventually, that's the goal. That's the end goal to like you know be able to make a. a big enough like impact you know and, and help a lot of people like he is you know mm-hmm. absolutely yeah you know speaking of elon musk and you know the journey that he's taken through his um his long career well i mean long for a for, long for a young person but you know it's relative um where do you see yourself in 10 years hmm In 10 years, yeah, I see myself like reaping the results of, of, of the hard work I put in, you know, uh, and then I also see myself 
mentoring, coaching, motivating, helping people with that, community. Is that with that same company, with uh, Simple Homes? Yes, with Simple Homes and possibly even, you know, mergers and acquisitions um, or even um, newfound, uh, newfound ventures. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about taking Simple Homes International? I am, you know, I'm a big visionary. So that's that's something I would love to do. Um, yes. The answer is yes. Okay. I was going to say, I mean, I, well, I mean, I, like, honestly, there's no rust. There's no real timetable. But I know that you are the type of person to really want to push yourself and see how far your limits can go. And mm-hmm. those types of, I guess, well, it's not, it's not, it's not technically, it's not technically real estate, but it's something that can reach the homes and the houses of a lot of people, especially people with smart, with smart homes. Now I know that like, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but like, I'm pretty sure that like in, you know, Saudi Arabia, they probably got like smart homes, even like smarter than the ones in Calabasas and stuff. Like they, they probably got like their home. <laughs> out like you're able to like you know turn on your car from your bed you're able to you know turn on like the downstairs tv from your 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 bathtub um and honestly you know there's probably people that do want help using those types of um technology and especially you know 10 years from now will be the year 2031 as crazy as it sounds and we will probably have like we already have an amazon alexa we already have like my, my my bedroom at my grandmother's house is like the lights, anyways, are 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 fully automated, fully voice mm-hmm. voice automated. Like I just mm-hmm. walk in and just say like you know Alexa lights on and it, it automatically does it for me. So you know who knows mm-hmm. what we're doing in ten years. But from the direction that your thing is going, I can see it. I can see it in ten years. You know this thing becomes a very well needed tool for a lot of people that just don't have that like automatic uh technological know-how so that's good heck yeah if there's if there's a market there i'm saying if there's a market there a simple home will be there you know Mm -hmm. Uh, the devices already exist and we're just here to help you to make your life as efficient and make you feel at ease so you can do the greatest things in value you know that's our goal that's true yeah Sounds it sounds like a good plan, man. Um, now, through your experience with entrepreneurship in general, and just what you've learned from other people, what you learned from school and whatnot, what techniques have you picked up from your experience? Um, so techniques I mean, that I've noticed uh, uh, um, that I've picked up that led to growth actually drives from like my failures you know um like how to how to market properly you know Mm -hmm. and how to hire properly and how to you know have a vision like i've failed in all of these things you know uh simple homes is like not the first company i started um i've had had yeah so in, in my last in my last company it was called um, Main Painters. Um, okay. I was in partnerships, and um, 
I was in charge of marketing. I was in charge of hiring. I was in charge of, you know, creating a vision for the vi- uh, vision statement for the uh, for the business. And I didn't have any of the skill set to do any of these things. I was just doing things. And, it, it you know, some things worked and something didn't. And through 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 the things that I failed in, um, I was able to ask myself why why am I failing in all these things? You know, uh, what what's what's wrong? So that curiosity led me to go and find the answers. You know, like yeah. a kid. You know, if you're a kid and like you love video games and a new game comes out and you really love that game, let's say it's Dragon Ball Z or whatever. You know, you're. Yeah. <laughs> Even if your parents say no, like you can't get this game, like you will find the answer to how to achieve whatever you. Right, right, and eventually, and eventually, you're gonna play this game, right? Yeah. So uh, exactly. it's and then like uh, you adapt that technique later on because that technique was successful, right? Mm-hmm. It's so like. Um, that's that's exactly what happened, man. Like literally, like all these techniques that I failed. It's like, okay, now I know how to market better. I know which platforms to use uh, because these platforms brought uh, this many leads, and this platform brought this many leads. Uh, what type of people are interacting in these platforms? Um, who I hired last time? What they did right and what they did wrong? Uh, what I failed in uh, in training wise and in coaching wise. And also, like in vision wise, you know, uh, how to set goals and visions for the company. Uh, so yeah, man. Uh, I guess the answer the answer is really complicated, uh, but um, literally these techniques they they come from failures. No, don't worry. It, it's not it's not complicated at all. It's in a in a nutshell. It's really just being able to see what what happened with your failures and learning from them and then learning not to either not to make those mistakes again or what exactly it is that you need to avoid doing or to go out and to do that maybe you didn't do before you know like exploring different mm-hmm. avenues um and, and you know that that type of thing that type of tenacity that keeps you going and honestly i didn't know that um simple homes wasn't your first company like that's uh i think that I probably should have let off with that, honestly. Maybe like asking you which ones you had before, but um, it's insightful for me to know, anyways, because it tells me that you know you're the type of person that's not just going to back down uh, from like a no uh, immediately, you know, unless of course like your logical side says that it's sensible. Otherwise, not like you you kept on going, you kept on on, on running, and Simple mm-hmm. Homes now has been in fruition for how long? How many? months or years so i started simple homes early s- september so okay. i i i just completed the you know the feasibility analysis and um now it's like literally just you know trying to build a team and um starting a business legalizing it um you know doing the work to uh start to actually serve people Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's been a few. Well, how many months is that? Is that like? Uh, let's see. It's January now. So, so, yeah. So about four or five, five months. Yeah, five months. Yeah, yeah, about five months or so. 
Wow. And you've already come so far. You already got a vision. You already got a dream. Like you said, you already have um, well, all the, you know, all the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial uh, uh, know-how and, you know, all those words that, like, honestly, I, I don't even know because I'm not <laughs> an entrepreneur myself. But you've mm-hmm. got a plan. You've got an idea for it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really good to hear, man. Um, for you. those of us that know – oh, sorry, my bad. Um, for those of us that know someone who is a disciple and an entrepreneur, right, how do you feel like right. we can help them achieve their goals? Or how do you feel like somebody that somebody like myself who doesn't know a whole lot about entrepreneurship can help somebody like you who is an entrepreneur and is in the church? By connecting with them, you know, just having a regular conversation like you and I are having right now and learning about each other's interests and personalities and uh, from there, we, you know, we can discover like what we want to, you know, do, or, you know, like we can discover a lot about each other. And mm-hmm. that's, that's all it takes, man. It's just, you know, uh, reaching out to someone, having a small conversation with them. And um, even if it's like just encouraging them, that's enough to you know, inspire an entrepreneur to continue to chase their dreams, you know, and that little thing, you know, um, can, you know, strengthen an entrepreneur like we, and then that entrepreneur, you never know, may uh, even feel inspired to, you know, talk to more people who aren't entrepreneurs that may know somebody that can help them out with something else or a different goal that they're working on. So it's it all starts with conversations just you know be courageous enough to 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 although you may not feel comfortable about talking about entrepreneurship because you don't know much you don't have uh enough information about it be courageous enough mm-hmm. to bring up the conversation because that's all that is needed okay okay that's that's good to know so next time i'll see you i know i know to ask now you know how is how simple how simple homes doing <laughs> it works <laughs> let's and, go and for anybody else yeah that's doing you know their own thing too basically we, we can ask because again i don't really know a whole lot but it is good to be uh educated on this topic how yes, often sir. do you do you how, how often do you pray about your brand and your goals and i must i must admit like it's like every day man you know, mm-hmm. um, I figured I don't even know why I asked that. <laughs> it's tough. It's so hard. And it's it's graded in my resources, man. So like, I'm trying to like, you know, remember, I'm trying to start a business and um, organize a group of people to run this business and then make sure that it's profitable in the industry. You know, and that takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of energy, a lot of effort, uh, consistency, a lot of faith. And it can be um, just difficult if you don't come to God. You know, it could be yeah. destroying if, you, you know, if you don't have God. So I, I bring that up to prayer like almost every single day, my friend, just like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time I get on my knees, I have to bring it up, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Makes sense. I think that the most important things in our lives, we need to prioritize praying for in terms of quantity and the quality as well. I think the quality meaning like it's what we start our prayers off with. It's what we make most important to God. And then quantity, of course, right? You know, praying about it very often because the Bible does say, uh, I'm trying to quote it. I honestly don't exactly. I don't remember where it's from, but I remember that the Bible does say something about, um, oh, in everything with prayer and petition, present your request to God and the peace of God that um, the peace of God the peace of God will aid you. It's uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's 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 similar to that. That the more that we pray about something, it kind of is equal or parallel to what God's response is in terms of the intensity and also to like whether it is a yes or a no. Because again, like you know, prayer is not. It's not. It, God doesn't need us to pray to Him. It's a means of letting Him know that we trust Him. And that we're not trying to put our hope in anything else. And I mean, of course, what you could do is that you could go to, um, you know, mentoring. You can like, you know, go through like all these different types of classes on entrepreneurship. And honestly, that's probably what you have been doing, which is great. But if that was what you prioritized above asking God for guidance, it probably wouldn't have worked out for you the way that it has. And I always get confused about that when I do hear that, like, you know, when people talk about like, oh, just, you know, to, to ask God uh, what to do and he'll make it clear. Like sometimes I get really confused about that. But I realized, well, and I'm realized slash realizing that over time, God makes himself known to us through either the word, like you're, you know, reading whatever you're reading in the Bible and something just sticks out to you that you forgot about, you know, like a verse. It's almost like going back and like watching The Office just for like the famous quotes a little bit. Um, <laughs> of course, yeah, like of course you've forgotten about them. But I mean, if you just go to a random episode, you probably will be able to remember that it existed. You just totally forgot about that scene. You totally forgot. The same thing that the Bible works, the same way that the Bible works, because we can't memorize every single scripture. The people, There's people that do, but like, there's specific ones that we need in specific times. And second, I'd say is through either like people or instances. Um, people or instances meaning like, uh, you know, you're praying for an opportunity, for a job opportunity. And then somebody come up to, comes up to you at church and says like, hey, I heard that you're looking for a job. Do you want to possibly go for this interview next Tuesday or whatever? And then instances is more like, I don't know. Um, and this is kind of hard because I'm still trying to find out what this looks like for me. But maybe like, you know, you're in class and you're you're picked out by the professor because they like thought that you did a really good job on your essay. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, do you want to like, you know, come study abroad with like four different students and like get, you know, a uh, an award or like a scholarship just for doing it or something. Um, mm -hmm. And that's usually is through what we call divine intervention, God working through um, our lives in these mysterious ways that we still have yet to un understand um, mm. in order for our betterment to be fulfilled. Mm. That's deep, yeah. man. <laughs> it really is. No, I mean, that's just what I got from what you said. So thank you for that. But um, in general, I feel like today's conversation on this was really insightful and was really helpful for me to get to know to, to get to know you more uh, a little bit, you know, as an entrepreneur. Because I had a I had a vague idea, I think, of what it was that you were doing um, over there at the University of Tampa, but I didn't know 
that, well, I did for one, I didn't know that you had your own company. Uh, and two, I didn't know that it was like a defining characteristic about you or that you had, I guess, this much of a, of a, of a deep connection um, and an understanding of like what you're doing and how it applies to your Christian life. And then also to how your Christian life applies to your entrepreneurship and just um, examining the trade-off in between those two. Um, so thank you so much for that. But I just have two more questions for you. Uh, one of them is pretty much just a wrap, a wrap up question. I just wanted to ask if there's one characteristic that a person should have, that an entrepreneur um, should have that, you know, is a Christian. Um, if there's one characteristic that they could have to excel them in both their financial and their spiritual. You said one, just one. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to like, if, if you were to wrap it up into, into one characteristic that you, or maybe, maybe two, I don't know. But, um, but well, let's just shoot for one. Like if you were to just wrap up everything that we talked about today, if there was one characteristic to have, what would that be? Easy, man. <laughs> it's faith. Yes, okay. sir. And why faith? Listen, it, it, everything like that you are trying to do will challenge you. Mm. You know, everything that you come across will be unique. Like, for example, like trying to hire the right people for the right uh, for the right job, for the right positions, you know, yes, you look at their, creden uh, their credentials, but you also, you know, you're putting your faith in these people to, you know, to do their jobs and go further than that, you know, and to create the culture. So you have to be yeah. faithful in the people that you choose, as well as when you go and you shake hands and, you know, you make these contracts, you know, you have to be faithful that, um, these contracts, these people that you're working with, they're going to do their due diligence and they're going to carry through what is written on the, on the, on the contract, you know? Mm -hmm. And there are going to be days like and seasons like 2020 where disasters happen. You know, a lot of mm -hmm. uncertainty come out of nowhere. And there's going to be a lot of conflicts. And you have to have faith in yourself because... If you don't, then nobody wants to follow, you know, the same thing like Jesus, you know, if Jesus didn't have faith in God. Do you think that there'd be this many people who believe in God? No. If he had given up during the adversities and during the struggles and the challenges um, and decided that, oh, man, this is it. Like I give up, whatever, then mm -hmm. that would have been the end of it, you know, and yeah. Um, I think I think that's what it takes. I really do think, from the bottom of my heart, like it takes a lot of faith. Mm -hmm. So faith in the expectation that we are not that as, as as well equipped as we can be, we won't be well equipped enough to do what is required on our own volition and on our own power. Mm -hmm. That's super powerful man i'm i'm really glad that you shared that and i think that looking back to what we talked about today that's very very true and uh yeah just i mean i wanted to just thank you honestly for being on the episode with me um today this has been 
awesome. <laughs> and I'm sure that a lot of people are going to be able to learn um, a lot and be able to apply a lot of this to their lives. Um, but for my final question that I wanted to ask you, if you could go back in time, right, and mm-hmm. you could basically just go back to the day that you were baptized and you just come out of the water and you could be face to face with yourself, right? Like yeah. on that day. But oh. you can go ahead with your response. Okay. So like, man, I'll, I'll tell myself like, dude, it's, you made. And do you feel like there would have been any doubts that you had back then that are still, do do you feel like you still are plagued by today? Um, occasionally. Yeah. Um, like, you know, why, why did I choose to live this lifestyle? You know, like Mm. sometimes I have to remind myself why, why I chose to live this lifestyle because, you know, when things get hard, (laughs) like anything, you know, you, it's, it's, it's like, you're, you're thinking a lot, you know, you get in your feelings and, uh, questions are raised. Um, but if you know your why, man, if you know deep down your why, then you're good. You're all set. You know, uh, you mm-hmm. have the answer. You have the answer. Yeah. So know your why. Know why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you once again so much for being on this with me. I'm sure that, you know, for the young entrepreneurs out there or the uh, entrepreneur I guess wannabes or uh, you know uh, uh, prospects that they're going to be able to, the, especially the ones that are in the church, that they're going to be able to take what was said today and really hopefully apply it to um, their lives. Because I, I I can see even just outside of just uh, you know mainstream entrepreneurship, these tactics and these techniques and um, this advice that you've given is it's monumental. I think to just those of us that really want to. Um, go after big goals in our lives, especially after, uh, you know, graduation, when we're really looking forward to, um, you know, joining the workforce and doing the job that we've been thinking of doing since like the sixth grade, you know, because um, obviously like, it's one thing to just go for the goal, but there's a, it's a whole other ball game with, with, with the tenacity that it takes mm-hmm. to get those things done. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, man, thank you so much. Yes, sir. It's been an honor, man. Thank you. All right. That wraps up today's episode of the Chosen People podcast. Please make sure to share this episode with someone you think would benefit from what we talked about today. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow this podcast and never miss a new episode. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else, make sure to subscribe as well. This episode is just minutes of your time wasted if you only listen. So if you haven't already, I strongly encourage you to use what was taught today and apply it to your lives. And a quick reminder to you all, no matter what religion or race or creed or gender you are, you are loved by God. It's corny, I know, but it will always be true. He cares for you. And no matter what happened yesterday, we are a new creation in him today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with a new episode. And as always, spread love and live chosen. Thank you.